Welcome to the Deeply Rooted Podcast, where women encourage one another with stories of God at work. Welcome to Deeply Rooted Devos, where women share scripture together so that we all become more deeply rooted in Jesus. Today, I've got my three friends with me. Would you like to introduce yourself first? Uh, Let's say Esther. Well, hi, I'm Esther Jennings. Glad to be here to join this conversation. And I'm Val Forbes. I'm so looking forward to another week of diving into a piece of scripture and uh, and just finding out what God is going to tell us in it. And I'm Martha Muntz, and I have been so blessed by the scripture that we've shared in other weeks. Uh, thanks, ladies. And I'm Carrie Fellows, and I'm here because one, I love Jesus, but two, I love my ladies here in the good convo we have. So we've only got a short wee moment. Um, we're going to get started. So I'm going to give the platform over to you, Martha. Today, I'm uh, sharing about a scripture that's been quite meaningful to me, I think for a long time. Um, but I think it came back to my mind uh, Pastor Kai at our church, he preached a sermon on where we should be looking um, to get our thoughts in order. And uh, I often find I need to get my thoughts in order. I don't know about you, but I have this issue. Um, but I, he said, look up, uh, see Jesus, look back and remember how God has been faithful. Look forward to what God's going to do. And I think I might not be right, but I think the final one was look within and see what God's doing in your own life. Mm. And it stuck with me that especially the look up. And so the scripture I want to share, and I'm just going to read it off my phone here, is uh, from uh, Colossians 3, verses 1 to 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. That is, look up. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm, Rich. Indeed. And I have been convinced for a long time that my biggest battle as a Christian is in my own head often. It's Mm -hmm. my thought patterns. Um, I don't think that means I'm crazy. I just think it means that I can get into negative thought patterns and I don't look to God. First, I might look to myself or to someone else. Um, And Paul tells us instead to set our minds on things above. And I'd like to delve into that idea a little bit because I don't think it means that we think about Jesus every second of the day because that's impossible when you're thinking of baking that cupcake or whatever, you have to think about that recipe. But I think it's a mindset that carries with us. Now, I wanted to share with you too, that same verse that I just read out of the message, because that is, uh, it's a paraphrase, but I do think that he's landed on the um, essence of what Paul was trying to tell us. Because I often find that setting your mind on things above and knowing that I'm with Christ in heaven is kind of philosophical. So I think we need to dig a little deeper to figure out what that means. So here is what uh, Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message, um, how he 
put the scripture in his words. So if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Pursue the things over which Christ presides. Don't shuffle long eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Look up, and that goes with the sermon, and be alert to what's going on around Christ. That's where the action is, to see things from his perspective. And I really think that's what looking up means, to keep our eyes on Christ, is to see everything from God's perspective. And often I can see things, it's, it's hard for us as humans to see things in someone else's perspective. It's almost like uh, we, we just have a difficulty that way. And I have to say, the first thing I like to do when things go wrong is find somebody to blame. Hmm. And um, my husband will tell you, he, he probably gets the blame, either him or the government. It's one of them, it's their fault. <laughs> It's not my fault, you know? And I think that that shows my selfish thinking. I think when we think earthly thoughts, it's so self-centered, it's so selfish. But when we think on Christ and look to him, it takes us out of ourself and gives us God's perspective. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I did want to go along with that and say that um, those verses seem philosophical, but I wanted to include a few more verses further down in the chapter that Paul gives us some practical ways that we can set our minds on things above. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Hmm. Look how many times it says thanks. Thankful, be mm -hmm. thankful, give thanks. And I think that's, one of the keys when you talk about peace is, is thankfulness and remembering that it's not all about you. So when you thank something or are thankful, you're, it's something a little bit of outside of you. You know, you're, you're realizing it's not about you. Your world is not just here. And it's, as, as you said before, I, I'm looking off to my side because there's the verse, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. I, I love my verses all around the house to remind myself and to keep myself focused. But mm -hmm. we can do that when we set our minds on things that are above, when we're thankful to the one who gave us all things. We can go ahead and strive all we want and, and try to do these things to make sure our lives are nice and controlled and everything's happening. And it doesn't happen that way. And so you're, those are good thoughts, Martha. Thank you. Because that's what we need is a, a good perspective of who the giver is and what our response should be, which is thankfulness, which will then give us peace. Okay, I'll go. Um, my thought on that was, um, if you check out, you've got your Bibles there, right? So quickly um, flip over to Romans. Um, Romans 8 has been like coming at me so much over the last few months. So I just yeah. happened to um, remember one of the things that really struck me in Romans 8 is verse uh, halfway through 31. If God is for us, who can be against Amen. us? Uh -huh. And yeah. 
I have that triple underlined in my Bible. And I just think, yeah, I mean, if we have him, I mean, I'm just thankful for that alone, mm-hmm. no matter what's going on with a pandemic or a personal, you know, loss of a job or what have you, mm-hmm. I have the mm-hmm. almighty God and he's for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the thing that struck me when uh, Martha was reading the first verses, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above. So you can't be raised with Christ unless you've died. So we've died mm-hmm. to this earthly life. Our setting our minds on things that are above is it's hard because we do have to live in this world, but really we've actually died with Christ and our um, hope and our future is in heaven. And so setting our minds on things that are above, not on things on the earth is really about taking our perspective and shifting it and reminding ourselves that this isn't where we're, this isn't our destination. We're headed Mm -hmm. to heaven and we need to live like that. We need to Mm -hmm. live with that hope and that future, because it says for you have died and your life is hidden with God. And when Christ, who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. That gives us a whole different perspective. We have a hope and it's not going to be, we're not here forever. We're going to be going home to heaven where we will have, um, eternity with the lover of our souls. The one who actually purchased our redemption that changes everything. That's what I was really struck by. And I think over the years, I've really learned as well that when your perspective, when you see things from God's perspective, your eyes are on Christ, you're, you're, you're seeing the world, but that's my hope. Mm-hmm. It also sanctifies the cooking and the kayaking. It sanctifies mm-hmm. the coffee with friends. It takes whatever you're doing, or maybe it's an unpleasant task, right? Mm-hmm. It sanctifies all those things that we're doing every day. It later says, do all to Christ in the name mm-hmm. of Christ. And I think that it's our perspective that makes something done in the name of Christ. If I give my day to the Lord just practically and say, Lord, help me with this. I recognize that there's spiritual things going on. Um, I, I really think that that future hope you mentioned, Esther, totally uh, sanctifies all the earthly things that we are involved in. And I think God is happy when his children engage mm-hmm. in a positive way with his perspective. Totally. Yeah. Amen. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm going to throw it out there. Um, each one of us could throw some homework out there for some of our viewers on what they could do to be looking to Christ more. So I don't know, Martha, do you want to start off? Sure. Uh, I think I would say, well, there were two things that, well, there's three things that stood out for me, but I'm only going to say two because I'll leave one for someone else to pick up on. But it it did talk about um, being in the word, letting Mm -hmm. the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And whether it's a positive word or just the fact that Jesus is with me, I think that that word will help me 
keep my eyes on Christ. And the second thing is what Val mentioned, of course, about the Thanksgiving. I would give people the challenge. I don't know how many have read that book. I think it's a thousand reasons where this woman kept a thankfulness diary. Mm. Uh, One of the things I have done, (laughs) because in the pandemic, it's so easy to get cranky. And you Mm -hmm. all know what I'm talking about. If you're Mm -hmm. living with someone in your house, and I can get cranky (laughs) with my pets, um, is when I pray for them, I will give thanks for something about them or something they're doing. And that changes my whole perspective. Because before that, I could be mad because I didn't get my way or whatever it is. Maybe I'm righteously mad, but I appreciate people more if I can give thanks for them. Yeah. Sorry to have to end this encouraging. Okay. So sorry to end this encouraging conversation. Can I get one more question out there? And then we'll uh, leave our viewers for the next time. I'm just going to take us to verse 12, um, where it, it says, put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. If anyone has a complaint against one another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. I think the takeaway is how can we live our lives just like the Lord who has forgiven us? So sometimes we just have um, a lot of anger at people or we're frustrated, but remember that if we have a complaint against somebody else, we ourselves have been forgiven so much by the Lord and that changes everything too. Thank you for that. Well, it's been a pleasure to be in the scriptures with all of you today. Thanks for sharing with us, Martha. And um, just remember to stay deeply rooted in the word. Mm. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Deeply Rooted Podcast today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, please email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and rooted in Christ.